Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Susan Ryder is an MS, GBHR, REBC, ASF, a CSFS, CDHC, and Vice President of Preventia. And now, finally, a guest on Money Savage Maximize. Welcome, Susan. Hi, how are you today? I am doing great. This is George Grombacher. It's time to go. Susan, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So my background, I started in healthcare, uh, working in departments such as the cath lab and the operating room, um, having my EMT certification. And unfortunately, I had a minor injury and could no longer perform direct patient care. So I went back to school and uh, got my HR degree, and now I teach, and then I've always worked in the employee benefits space. Uh, since uh, getting out of healthcare and recently in the middle of COVID, I transitioned uh, to a company called Preventia Group, where we leverage technology to improve health outcomes and decrease medical costs. Nice. Well, I appreciate that. So, obviously, well, maybe it's not obvious. There are a lot of things that, that we as Americans struggle with. Um, what is what is Preventia specifically trying? What 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 problems are y'all trying to trying to address? So it's actually pretty simple. What we're trying to do is to bring together or marry together access to providers, access to healthy food, and then making things simple by launching everything on a mobile device. And so uh, this really helps the consumer is what we found, even those that are in um, areas where they might not have access to a computer. Most folks have access to a mobile device. Yeah, well, I appreciate that very much. This is something that's certainly top of mind for me right now, as I, I just had a conversation with somebody about this idea of food away from home and how really over the past 10 years, half well over half of uh, Americans spend, or rather, Americans spend half of, or consume, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually get this right, Susan, Americans consume over half of their food away from home, and that does not necessarily lead to to good health outcomes or, or, or good choices. So is that an example of something you're working on? Yeah, so our food partner helps us get farm-to-table meals that are heat-and-eat-ready, meaning they look similar to a traditional microwave meal, but they come direct from the farmers and the producers um, in local areas. And they're delivered to the doorstep of the consumer. So we're trying to remove all of the obstacles that might come into play. So 
right now in COVID, a lot of people aren't leaving their homes. And these meals are literally delivered to your doorstep. They come frozen. So you warm them up as you need to eat them, either in a microwave, toaster oven, uh, whatever is best for your family situation. Nice. So I'm just, what, what are some of the challenges with actually doing that? So, you know, I think uh, some of the challenges right now is that there are so many different programs out there and some of them are cost prohibitive to the consumer Um, because when you are trying to eat healthier right now, there's not a way to um, use SNAP as an example. So if you're someone that relies on the Medicaid system and food stamps, there's no way to use your SNAP funding to pay for these types of meals today. Now, there are discussions on things uh, of that nature that are happening sort of behind the scenes, but at this point, that is not a capable, you know, a way in which we can disperse the food. However, uh, one of the target markets that we have is working through employer groups and hospital systems to get the meals out to the consumer through those two different channels. And so there's a lot of discussion about Uh, How do we analyze the data that we as an employer have or we as a hospital system have to target those populations like the diabetic population, the obese population, those with high cholesterol, uh, high blood pressure, the things that we all hear on the news? um, And how do we target those populations and get healthy food into their hands so that they can try to live healthier lifestyles. And some of that is a mindset change. Some of that is an access change. So when we're delivering these to their doorstep, we remove the access uh, issue uh, because no one has to go anywhere to get it. Uh, When we're working through a hospital system or an employer, there's the ability for those two entities to help offset the cost of the meals. So again, they become more affordable for anyone regardless of income. Oh, I appreciate all that. And the idea that, or the fact that you're not able to use SNAP funding, um, which currently. currently, right, it seems pretty ridiculous because I think, you you know, I, I think probably a, a lot of the folks who fall into that category could potentially be living in food deserts and just not have access to, 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 to healthy food choices. And so this would certainly be a solution to that. So you, you all are probably working with the legislature to change that? So we're working with a lot of different advocacy groups to help education first, right? We have to educate the legislature as in, in regards to why this is important, why this is a need, and why the delivery mechanism uh, needs to be addressed. So just if you've heard the commercials recently for Kroger, you can use your SNAP funds to order online, like at Kroger or your local grocery store, SNAP is not covering the delivery charge. So we've got to figure out a way to fix that disconnect. And so there's a lot of people at the table that are evaluating and looking at this. And, you know, these things take time. It's not an overnight change. Um, Right now, folks are trying to just get enough money to uh, be able to put food on the table, whatever kind of food that is at the moment. So um, that's sort of the state of the union as it is today. Yeah, fair enough. So the access piece—that's that's certainly, you know, we're 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 here. It's a, 
I should know what the date of today is. It's May 6th and we're, we're in the middle of COVID. Um, people are sheltering it in place, staying at home, not going out. So probably a lot more people are interested in trying to take advantage of food delivery. So hopefully, uh, Hopefully that, that, that certainly continues and, and you figure out a solution, which, which I'm sure that you will. What is, I guess it's not totally obvious, um, why would an employer be motivated to do this? So an employer would be motivated to do this because even without the health factor, meaning that they're able to bend the cost curve in their health claim spend, when people eat better, they're more productive at work. We see reduced absenteeism at work. We see reduced stress levels at work because when you eat well, when you move just a little bit more, um, you know, you stress less. So when you can remove some of those obstacles and barriers from any of your employees, uh, we do see, you know, improved performance, if you will, at your employer or even in your personal life. Let's take it broader than just at your employer. Even in your family life, if you're eating better, you probably are in a better mood and the conversations that you have as a family are better also. Yeah. Well, we certainly are what we eat and that might sound trite, but it absolutely is true. I mean, what you put in your mouth, that's that's what your body takes and builds cells with and, and uses and everything else. So I, I certainly see the benefits. Um, do employers ever give you pushback or do they say, yeah, this is great. How, 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 how do we do it? Yeah, so we're actually um, pretty young in our company. Uh, we've been around for three years. And so the food component um, is we're in the middle of our pilot uh, with a large health organization. And uh, we hope that that will go live to other organizations here over the summer. The lifestyle coaching on our platform, we've been doing that for some time. Um, and we've already seen how uh, when you are someone with a chronic condition or even more than one chronic condition and you have someone that's accessible to you 24-7 uh, to help you identify ways in which you can fix some of those gaps in care by talking through what some of the obstacles might be and figuring out solutions together to improve health. Again, just simply learning how to move more within whatever your day looks like. And I know it's different right now, right? It's COVID and we can't move a whole lot, but there are things we can do within our household. And if we were each working with a lifestyle coach, we could figure out what that would look like. Um, but, you know, breaking things down into little chunks to create goals that are meaningful, measurable, and that have a broader result in the future, I think are important. Uh, the behavioral health coaching that we're able to provide, including a crisis line on our platform for employers, has been a real appeal, especially with folks that want a COVID hotline. You know, people have high levels of anxiety and stress right now. Um, it's not just all work related. It could be finance related and they just really need to talk to someone with uh, behavioral health practices closed uh, due to the current environment having a coach available over the phone, I think is really critical. Um, and knowing that someone's available 24 seven, again, gives everyone access regardless of what their family situation is. Yeah. I see immense value in that. I <clears throat> was recently having a conversation with somebody and talked about how this was an opportunity to, uh, for 
organizations to be talking more about mental health with with employees, whereas that necessarily that wasn't necessarily always the case. And that's really what this sounds like is this idea of providing um, employees, people with um, a 24 seven resource for for lifestyle coaching. I have to imagine that people are taking advantage of that. And I see I see value. Um, how, how, how does that process work? Is there like an introductory meeting or? Yeah. So what happens is that we work alongside the employer and the broker, or sometimes it's the employer, the broker and the insurance company, uh, to bring the solution together to make sure that everything sort of marries with the rest of their overarching total reward strategy. And so in an ideal situation, uh, a little different right now in our virtual world, but uh, when we work uh, with an employer, we are helping them with a communication strategy so that it's rolled out in a way that's meaningful, uh, that is, you know, things are phrased in a way that matches their particular culture. And then we are ensuring that we are measuring the results of um those employees that are participating in the program versus those that are not. So just because you roll out any type of program like this, you don't see 100% participation. Some people don't feel like it's important to them. Some people just don't want to do it. You know, there's all different types of reasons why people don't participate. And so really stratifying how the launch is going to happen and then doing employee educationals um, to really deploy it effectively. And then thinking about how you're going to continue to keep the information at the forefront of the employee's mind long term so that they continue to uh, participate in the coaching sessions throughout the year. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that that when you roll out a great program that not everybody takes advantage of it, Susan. <laughs> I, 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 it's, uh, there's just nothing it's, universal, it's, is there? <laughs> oh, when you, you know, anytime you roll out a program like this, uh, typically you would expect somewhere around 30% adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really good number, which to you and others might seem kind of low, but for a lifestyle coaching or a wellness program, the first rollout of it, 30% is sort of the high mark. And so one of our first groups that we brought on the platform, within the first 12 weeks, we saw over 50% adoption, which is unbelievable. Nice. Um, Yeah. So again, I think it all comes down to one, does the employer have an internal champion Mm. to help get people excited? Uh, Two, do we have effective communications? And just because we create them doesn't mean that someone at the organization isn't posting them or distributing them through email or whatever their mechanism of communication is. So again, just making sure everyone's aligned from the top of the organization down to understand the importance of a program like this. Yeah, I appreciate that. So there needs to be an internal champion, effective communication, alignment from leadership down to somebody who's who it's their first day. I, I appreciate all that. And then it's a matter of making sure that or working to, to keep people engaged in the program and and that they don't fall back and actually create positive habits. So I love it. Right. Nice. Well, Susan, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? I would just say, you know, really the goal of Preventia is just to improve health outcomes. Help people with chronic 
really uh, find cost-effective ways to change their behaviors. And one way we can do that is bringing this technology solution to an employer um, and then delivering those heat and eat meals to the doorsteps of the consumer. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on. Come on. Yes, the more you can make this process easy to use, really the better. Um, I, I love the idea about just the, the meals being provided directly um, just because getting people to, 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 to break that habit of, of spending half of their resources or eating half their meals away from home, I think uh, the more we can do to chip into that, really the better. So. Susan, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and Preventia? So you can find out about us on LinkedIn and on our website. Our website is https colon backslash backslash preventiagroup.com. That's P-R-E-V-E-N-T-I-A group.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Susan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to preventiagroup.com. Find them on LinkedIn. I will list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Susan. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.